Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 23 of Bonnie Prince Fettler. The story of a pony and his friends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruth Maston. Bonnie Prince Fettler, The Story of a Pony and His Friends by Marshall Saunders. Chapter 23. My Master Loses Ground. All the next day Big Chief was very languid and quiet. No boy could go through such an experience as his of the night before and not feel after-effects. Keeping close to his father or mother, he talked little, but the children all saw that something had happened to him and eyed him curiously. During the afternoon, when he offered to help Bigwig mend his top, the child said in astonishment, Big Chief, you is nice today. The big boy said nothing but blushed furiously, and Casuary, who was sitting reading nearby, put down her book and stared at him with narrowed eyes. She opened her mouth as if to speak, but at that instant Mrs. Devering and my young master came out of the house, their hands full of pictures. "'Old daguerreotypes and photographs,' said Mrs. Devering. "'Dallas has been helping me look over some treasures in the attic. "'Do you wish to see these? They're interesting.' And she tumbled the contents of her hands into Casuary's lap. The girl picked up the uppermost photograph, and Dallas, looking over her shoulder, said, "'I just howled when I saw that, cousin. "'It looks like a big chief of a hundred years ago.' "'Who is it?' asked Casuary shortly. "'Your father's grandfather,' said Mrs. Devering. "'He was a stocky, sturdy old man, willful when a boy, "'but leading a fine life later on.' "'Big Chief eagerly examined the picture. "'Then he gave Casuary a strange glance. "'The girl had remarkable self-control at times. "'Big Chief,' she said coolly, "'it's you, even to the droop in the left eyelid.' "'All the Deverings had that,' said her mother quickly. "'But Big Chief doesn't show it as much outside the picture as in it,' said Casuary. "'Hold up your head, brother.' "'He did as she told him, and she stared straight in his eyes. "'Then she turned to Mrs. Devering. "'Mother, I was horrid to Big Chief yesterday.' "'I know all about it,' said the lady softly. "'The main thing is, are you sorry?' "'I am.' she said shortly. And I was rotten to Dallas, said Big Chief. And are you sorry? asked Mrs. Devering. You bet I am, he replied feelingly. And you, Dallas, in this confession time, 
said Mrs. Devering. Have you anything to repent of? My young master hung his head, too. I told a lie, he said, and I vowed solemnly that I'd never tell another. What kind of a lie? asked his aunt. A, a dream lie. I was lying on the grass thinking of the awful mistake I'd made when we were target shooting. I most blew a hen's head off, you know. Indeed. And Champ came running along and asked if I'd seen Uncle, and I said, No, and I had. He had passed me a few minutes before in my dreaming. I forgot it. But that is not serious, said Mrs. Devering. It might have been. It was just after that automobile accident in front of the talkers, and the man was bleeding, and they wanted Uncle Quick. Suppose the man had died, and Dallas shuddered. My poor boy, said Mrs. Devering, what are we going to do about you? Dallas smiled a queer little smile. Aunt Bretta, I'm going to repeat some lines I found in a book on the table, and he began. To a naughty boy, thou liest once, thou liest twice, thou liest ten times o'er, thou'st launched thy bark upon a sea that has no farthest shore. I think Casuary wrote those lines about me, he said, turning to her. Did you? The girl was blushing. I didn't intend you to see them, cousin. They will do me good, he said, and folding them up, he put them in his pocket. While they all sat there looking very solemn, Mr. Devering came swinging down the hill, a small axe stuck in his belt. Where have you been, Jim? asked his wife. Clearing the trail to Marytongue Lake. It's a bit grown over since last season. The good Americans will soon be here. What's the matter with you all? Been confessing our faults, said Casuary gloomily. And now for penance, said her father, en route for the fire wardens, horseback or ponyback. He has some hern salmon for our supper. Just come down from Hudson Bay by hydroplane. I can't go, said Mrs. Devering. The settlement club meets here to sew. Then will you lend your beauty to Dallas, said her husband. He has not been on horseback yet. I got up from the lawn where I had been lying and came towards the veranda. Big Chief caressed me. Don't you be jealous, you kid pony, he said. No one can forget you. Come right up on the veranda. I'm going to give you the freedom of the house. Here, mother, let me take those pictures. I'll carry them back up to the attic for you. They have done their good work he added in a low voice as he passed her. Then this nice boy took me right upstairs, past the company bedrooms, and into the attic. All that we have is yours, Prince, he said. You rendered the House of Devering a great service last night. I'll never forget it. Oh, the funny boy, and I curled my lip in amusement as I followed him downstairs. One thing was sure, he was going to be a better boy from this out. My master was waiting for me and took me with him to the stable where I watched him mounting with some fear the tall horse who seemed like a giraffe compared to me. Champ, Dovey, and Soldier came racing down the hill and joined the merry riding party. The children all took to the woods at intervals. 
through the day, making dashes up to Marytown River, brawling over its stones, or sauntering along the cool green depths of the trails, or scrambling over the grassy pastures on the hillside after wild raspberries or gooseberries, and always with some pet creatures at their heels. Today it had been drunken going on three legs, Barklow scampering gaily along, and Constancy hipping after him, for she had vowed to do everything her dog friend did. They all began to follow the riding party, and I trotted a little way down the road after them until I met Big Chief cantering back on Attaboy. He passed me without speaking. His poor face was quite convulsed, and I felt sure, and honored the lad for it, that he could not without emotion pass the scene of his adventure last night. He was going back to help his mother pass cakes and tea to the score of women who gathered every week in the big living room to have a little social time together. Well, he would get over his trouble and be more of a help to his parents for it, and I thought happily about him as I trotted down the road to see how some of the neighborhood boys were getting on with their baseball game. They were having a most exciting time, judging by their yells, and I was just about to cross the road and go up to watch them when I heard, in a faint little voice, "'Take care, brother.' I looked down, and there was an old, brownish back toad all puffed out with fright as he painfully dragged himself along in the grass by the side of the road. "'What's the matter, brother?' I asked. "'You most stepped on me. I'm too tired to hop out of anybody's way.' "'Why, your hoppy go slow the children's pet, I said. I know you by that scar on your rough skin. What's happened to you? He settled back on his hind legs and sighed heavily. I was kidnapped. I couldn't help laughing, this matter of kidnapping to seem to be in the air of this place. But it was one thing to take away a handsome boy, and another to carry off a warty old toad. It was no laughing matter. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.